And welcome to episode one of the Comcast. And I'm Snipe, and I have some interesting information to tell you. Nope, nope. I would like to personally extend my my gratitude to uh, Wib's dad for the renaming of this podcast to the Comcast. Thanks, Kev. You're an inspiration to us all. Um, yeah, that's that's what he calls this podcast now. It's just. Yeah. The Comcast. Oh. Coincidentally, it's also episode 124 of The Misanthropod. Yeah. Uh, I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I am joined also <laughs> by the chumbly, wumbly, fumbly, bumbly drummer Matt. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> drummer Matt. Hello. <laughs> All right. How are you, lovely gentlemen, this evening? And also, come? Thoughts? Um... I, th- I, th- I don't think we should front load that. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> you gotta... I don't want you blue balling us. No, you gotta... <laughs> this, this podcast is pro edging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, but uh, I'm what, very for edging. I'm, or... quite, I'm quite tired. Uh, so um, yeah, this I, I don't know what's going to happen during this podcast. Anything might uh, happen in the next. Oh. Two hours, probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't Who knows? Know. Who knows? Uh, Matt, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Snipe. <laughs> I was drinking, but okay. <sighs> Delicious do, lime if I, cordial. If I'm really quick and catch you off guard, just to see what happens. Mm. I mean, all that happens is that I just am shit at you, so... <laughs> do, you remember, like, do you remember, like, the first hundred episodes of this podcast? No. Where we had, like, good intros? No one is or listening to the good intros. No, no, yeah, everyone's like, this oh, this intro was terrible, I'm turning it off. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe for more abysmal introductions. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I, Oh, yeah, I should probably uh, bring up the whole Warhammer Fest thing. The what? Oh, Warhammer Fest. So, What's that? Uh, so, as, as a lot of people listening to this will know, um, Warhammer is a thing uh, that we sometimes talk about. We like Warhammer. <laughs> um, Warhammer Fest, the, like, online-only thing of it because it's online again this year, uh, is on the week that we are recording this. You will be hearing this the week after. So it's not... Uh, Warhammer Fest hasn't wrapped up, so all the reveals haven't been shown. So we're not going to talk about it, because anything we say will be woefully... Used against it. it will be <laughs> used against court it in of law. Uh, but it will also be woefully incomplete. Uh, Just so, like anything in a court of law. Uh, okay. And we might not mention it next time either, because we might not have anything interesting to say about it. I was going to say, we, we, can talk about next, we can talk about it next time, but then it will be like a week and a half or whatever after it, yeah. and the new cycle will have like, moved I, on. And... <laughs> we'll be like, yeah, Warhammer, huh? Oh. Yeah, that's, Aren't we good uh, at that's stuff? certainly a thing. <laughs> yeah. All I'll say is, it may be releasing two Sisters of Battle Codex so close together. Maybe don't fucking do that. Maybe cut that tedious shit out just because it's a tough time for the economy doesn't mean it ain't the toughest time for the people having to actually fucking live in it. Oh, well, the thing is, the, the pipeline for, like, new releases is something silly, like, five years long. Mm. So this would have all started long before the pandemic, but, Still like, sucks fucking butts. I, I do kind of wish they'd pump the brakes a little bit, because it's like... 
guys, we haven't been able to play games properly for like over a year. Yeah. How often do you think those the codexes that I bought new not long before like hell, um the um what was it called? Um Saga of the Beast. Yeah. We used that like twice. Um and that's it. Like yeah. You know what? I've used it once. It's filthy. Get me another one. <laughs> like, granted, I, the York stuff still counts, but you've already had a new Space Wolf Codex. Yeah. So there's yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. It, mm, it mm. chaps my fucking didgeridoo. I, I did just put on Twitter, like, the only way to guarantee you won't be having to buy a new Codex every couple of years now is just to play a Xeno army because they never yeah. fucking update them. Or <laughs> what you could do is you could sign up for the Warhammer Battle Pass. <sighs> Which is a monthly subscription set. It is not, although I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting! Honestly, like, having... Uh, moving the codexes to being, like, digital only and, like, a subscription service, uh, at this point, probably wouldn't be the worst idea. No, I was kind of like... Like, that sound that does sound reasonable, but I was intending it more kind of, like, Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah, like, EA kind of really scummy mm. kind of, like business practice yeah. I mean I don't want to do that because I, I can't read like rules and stuff off a screen you can't I, read it's okay you're read. just really good at um, guessing I, I can't do that I can't well I can but I can't take it in it's I can't read rules off a screen but all I ever do every single waking moment that I'm not either working or playing video games is reading fan fiction off a screen <laughs> so figure that one out yeah it's something I, I i just have real trouble like taking stuff in off a screen whether it be fiction or rules what about kindle because i had a kindle for like two days uh well i didn't use it so i wouldn't know well there you go yeah because i got it and i was like well this is shit and i sent it back <laughs> after i downloaded a bunch of like you know those like free for kindle like prime user like Really weird, shit. weird erotica. <laughs> someone, uh, yeah, someone got an interesting uh, surprise when they uh, had to wipe that. Uh, but, I mean, to um, be fair, that like it was probably very tame because I, I downloaded one in like the Bad Boys series because it's all the X series. Yeah, and it was just I was reading it and I was like, this is the opposite of sexy. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, the thing is, like, you know, erotica. Sure, it's it's got its place, but like. You know, it it was just shit. It was like Karen in a Weatherspoons trying to be exciting and sexy. Yeah. And it, um, can, can, can I just finish my thought process oh, about fine. the thing before? Because okay. otherwise I'll, I'll forget what I was yeah, going to say. Sure. Um, which was just to say, yeah, so I, I don't actually want them to move to like an all digital thing because that would be terrible. I mean, A, it'd be bad for Codex compliant uh, <laughs> because then we don't have books. Um, but B. Yeah, but then on the plus side, let's, let's turn a negative into a positive. Let's look for that silver lining. I get to draw the Codex covers. There is that. There yeah. is that. Um, but, Codex but, Zotes print. going to be mm. available soon. But judging by how the... what it, I can never remember what it's called, but the uh, the app and how and the, the, the charges for that, like I, I can't say I'd particularly revel in how much they decide to end up charging for digital only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Not to leave the... They charge like, like the same fucking amount. Yeah. But but like you, it, d- you don't get access to like something like the toughness stat or something. You have to pay extra for that or something weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I'm getting very that this stuff is really starting to just really hamper my enjoyment of the game. Mm. Um, like I, I, it's been exacerbated by these unprecedented times uh, yeah. because it has just been. Oh um, well, I mean, I, I 
like it, it's not it's not easy for us to play a game like in our flat it's not really we've not got any tables that are like convenient for it so it's like we haven't been able to go anywhere to play it so we've been sort of not able to do much and obviously we couldn't play with anyone else because it wouldn't be safe mm-hmm. uh so yeah it's just been like oh well i mean we just really haven't played for like we played like twice in the last year i think <sighs> And it's like okay, um, and then you time just, to go like, spend forty quid on new codices. And oh yeah, and we're just we're just going to keep bringing out new stuff. And it's like, well, I mean, we can't play that. And I know not, and you know, I know a lot of people are going to be in the same boat. And I don't know, just it, mm. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially given that most of the releases are just the same old shit, like it's just oh, more Marines, more whatever. Yeah, it is just a really shitty time yeah. for everything. So yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to AOS, at least AOS they get they keep releasing like whole new fucking factions. So yes, there's constant new stuff, but at least it's new. It's really new. Yeah. So it feels a little bit more like it warrants a new release because it's a, a whole new thing. But mm. I, I know, I know. I'm just complaining now. I'll I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> Can I keep continue talking about Weatherspoon's erotica? Uh, I mean, if you want. Okay. No, now now that you've let me do it, I'm like, eh, not sure I want to. I mean, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop you, but I'm not going to encourage you either. I keep meaning to get through that fucking like succubus book that Longfang bought me, because I was like, hey, dude, look at this stupid book, and he was like, okay, and then bought it for me as if to go, go on then, fucking read the stupid book that we were laughing <laughs> he about. He dared you. He dared me, and it's like I got up to a part where like <laughs> you because it, it is a plus size. Vampire succubus erotica novel. Where that, is our, ca- that is a lot of tags. Oh, it's not. It is not. Trust me. I have waded fucking oh, yeah, balls I know, deep in I this know. fucking lagoon, and like, oh my god! As like, I read up to the part where the succubus vampire is cooking donuts in her kitchen while her sire is like, like hypnotizing humans and like shagging them and he comes in and he's and she's like I'd rather eat donuts and it's like I mean same but it just feels a little <laughs> on the nose yeah it's like ah oh, yeah. she's plus size so she has to be sitting there thinking about chocolate donuts and, and it's like well I mean yeah of course you can but it's just eh, it seems a little bit unfairly stereotypical yeah but whatever uh, yeah, I'll stop talking about uh, weird erotica right now. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, wibble it. Yes. Just a little bit. Yes. What have you been doing? Uh, I have... What have you been doing? Uh, what I have been doing is basically <laughs> exactly the same as what I have been doing uh, for the last month, apparently. Uh, I literally... the same. I've just been crying and, <laughs> you know, eating donuts instead of murdering people. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I, all I have to say are just some stubs to add to, like, the previous uh, podcast, like, what I talked about. So, like, uh, the uh, the end of the first season of Invincible wrapped up. Um, I saw people comparing it to Dragon Ball Z, which is, don't do that. <laughs> what, don't don't remind us that Dragon Ball Z exists? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if, you, if you like it, fine, but please be aware. Please be. That's like going, you know what? You know what? Do you know what? I want to know where you're going with this. Modern day Simpsons versus Bojack Horseman. They're basically the same show. <laughs> I, 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 I get where they're coming from, but also they're very different. Um, uh, uh, 
and yeah, I, I I think it is good. I, I've enjoyed I enjoyed Invincible. Um, I, I still think it's it's weird how inconsistent the animation can be. So sometimes it has really good moments, and then sometimes it has the most poorly tweened. Like looks like it was done in flash. go animate. Like it's just it's weird. Um, and and sometimes these. I don't know. The, the, I think it's because the animation is generally pretty good. I mean, it's not like amazing, amazing. It, it's but it, it totally does the job it needs to. Um, but it just means that sometimes when it has a, a moment of it being very the three D berserk anime, um, <laughs> when it has moments of that, it's um, it stands out. But um, you know, it end, it ended in a pretty fun place. Um, the last episode is fucking brutal. Uh, although it was it funny because like so without giving anything away the the show kind of is largely based around a mystery that happens in like you know the answer to a thing that happens in like the first episode and you finally get your answer in the last episode and I don't know when it got to it I was like oh is that all oh I don't know it just was a bit underwhelming what the answer answer to it was but it was still a good episode, and it, it was, um, you know, very heavy J.K. Simmons episode. So I'm I'm okay with that because he's a fun actor. Give me pictures <laughs> of me. And already, a s- part of this incredibly brutal final scene has been memed to fuck on Twitter. Great. Uh, so that's. I've just been avoiding it because it 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 carries certain themes that I am incredibly uncomfortable with. I- 100% understand that. This is a me thing. This is probably not very universal. So, yeah. if, you know, it's it's nothing like that. So don't mm-hmm. worry. If if somebody, if one, if a beautiful darling listener was interested, then it, you're, you you probably don't have the same damage I do. So mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, if you do want to watch it and you haven't seen it, uh, just be aware it is incredibly violent. Um, same. And uh, it, it, it touches upon <laughs> some... Uh... <laughs> oh, hi, John, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> It, it touches upon all manner of likes of uncomfortable things, so you know, just be braced going into it. It's it's not a a, a, a fun hero romp, um, mm. but it has its moments of being very funny as well. Hmm. Um, similarly, in streaming shows, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier wrapped up, which I don't think it had at the time. Yeah, um, the last uh, thing. Uh, are the people who were like, "Hey, let's feed the uh, the homeless and clothe the poor and." And so are oh, they still the bad evil bastards. guys? What bastards. Bastard. Right? Yeah. They're like, hey, let's like show compassion for our fellow man because everyone deserves dignity. <laughs> kinda kinda uh they do make some effort at the end and they do, do a big uh they do, do a big thing trying to like wrap it up and try and address some of the themes they're talking about. But I don't know, it felt like they did it in the most safe possible way, whereas they had all this potential for actually having something to say on the table and they they did but in the safest possible way so i i remember speaking to my dad about it and saying like i probably i would have enjoyed the show um more like it was fine it was perfectly entertaining in an mcu kind of way but i would have enjoyed the show a lot more if it had have either been smarter or dumber I get that. Um, yeah. As it stands, it's it's not like silly enough and brainless enough to be fully like just a, 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 a ridiculous romp, but it's also not smart enough to deal with a lot of the subjects that it brings up. So, eh, it's fine. I probably will never ever watch it again though. Um, 
like rewatch it. If they do another season, I'll probably watch it because it's something to watch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, oh, also um, carried on playing some of the games I was talking about last time. Uh, I did indeed go and do streams of Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, um, <laughs> doing uh, and like trying to do silly things like, oh, I'm going to beat this level only using one kind of ride. You know, I am literally counting down the days until you go Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 special level speedrun? No, because the speedruns um, for Roller Coaster Tycoon are ridiculous because they... I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of rts and those things are always insane anyway. A, a little bit, but also um, some of them uh, are done with a, a mode enabled that means that... W- when you reach a certain point in the calendar. Because, um, you know, like, it'll be, oh, you'll have to have so many guests in your park by year four or whatever. Um, and you turn that off. So basically, once you get to the the point, then it automatically passes you. Um, and so some of the levels can be beaten in, like, seven seconds or something. <laughs> um, well, I mean, maybe uh, three if you're trying hard. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um but yeah, so I carried on playing that. Um, I've actually been trying to like beat all of the base levels in the game uh, because I never did it when I was younger because I didn't know how the mechanics of the game worked because a lot of them aren't particularly transparent. Uh, whereas now I know them and I'm like, oh, actually these aren't as hard as I thought they were. And so I've been slowly chipping my way through it, which obviously takes a while because if you're doing it like 100% legit, then some of the levels take hours to beat. So, you know. Mm. Uh, so I've been oh. enjoying that. And... Finally, I wanted to mention a particularly amazing run in the new Binding of Isaac um, expansion <laughs> okay. that I got. Is this the one where you stopped me from watching The Mandalorian so you could point out how outrageous it was? Yes. Okay, yeah, this is worth it. So, um, <laughs> I was playing through and I was trying to beat the um, new boss called Dogma, um, which... Is one of like the the new things that were added in the latest expansion, and I got so far, and I picked up two items, which was um, a thing called Daddy Longlegs and an item called Nord Nordleaf. Now, what Daddy Longlegs does is it means that a giant spider leg comes down from the sky and stamps on an enemy every so many seconds. So it's just. You don't have to do anything, but some damage is done to them periodically. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and what the Nord Leaf <laughs> does is, if you stand completely still, you cannot be damaged. You see where this is going, huh? So combined, <laughs> if you... Provided you don't do anything, you will slowly damage the enemies, and you are impossible to hurt. Now... It's like playing Beyond Two Souls. You just put the controller down and somehow you win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I got to Dogma and I was trying to pl- I was trying not to rely on this too much. Like, I was only using it, like, when it was in a pinch. And then I got to Dogma, which is one of the, the new big bosses. And I-, I fought a bit of it and then it was just like, oh man, this is fucking hard and I'm low on health. No, I've just got to... I'll just stop still. I'll just do, I'll just do it. It's fine. Um, yeah, like, and I mean, so, and the whole, half the point of that game is to get new combos of random items and see what you do with it. So the yeah. fact that you've got one that happens to work really well isn't your fault. So you shouldn't it's just punish yourself for that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I so I just stopped still and, and beat it, <laughs> which then took me to the super super end game. Legit, since this is the final expansion, is the actual final boss, uh, where the genre of the game changes and it becomes like a horizontal like schmop bullet hell. <laughs> um, it's yeah, and you have to fight like four the like ultra versions of the four horsemen. And then fight a boss at the end. I, I, what I actually did was <laughs> went and made a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he and actually then, did and then, a fancy one with crisps. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, I just sat down and ate a sandwich whilst whilst my whilst my the game played itself and beat itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I have beaten the hardest, the hardest boss in, in the Binding of Isaac by you eating know, a sandwich. You know, when AI inevitably becomes self-aware, it's going to remember what you did, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be angry. Yeah, so that that's a fun thing I did. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah, because like the that. game is based around like finding synergies, finding items that work well together. I, I don't, I don't feel bad about it. It's very funny to me, and yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, it's. I mean, granted, I did get one when I beat um, the other new boss um, in the game. Um, I did it with a bunch of. I, I got like a, a series of items that meant that it was lagging the game. That there was so much happening on screen at once because <laughs> when I fired, it was creating like. The the specific item makes tears because you fire tears because it's a game about uh, playing a child who cries at his enemies. Um, the tears are all over the like appear all over the screen and then they like spawn more tears and then I got upgrades that mean that those tears spawn more tears and then it was cr- <laughs> mean that my tears like had more splash damage on them and so many and, and more and more stuff. So literally, as soon as I started firing. The entire screen would be filled up with the, this these brown tears. I don't don't ask about why it's brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was it was like my frame rate was going down to about like twenty fifteen frames a second. And this is a two D game. Bearing in mind, <laughs> yeah. this isn't like a three D rendered thing. This is two D. Um, and yeah, I was like, mm, okay. It was a. Uh, it was actually quite hard to beat the boss with that setup as well because I literally could not see its projectiles because my projectiles covered so much of the screen. <laughs> yeah. Such a first world problem to have. I was doing so much damage yeah. so consistently that I was having trouble seeing the boss's <laughs> damage. Oh. Are, you ready, are, you, are you ready for a hot take on the situation, which is going to get me shouted at? Mm-hmm. You were playing America the game. You had so many guns, you couldn't avoid getting hurt by guns. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Comment down yeah. below, but don't because we don't actually fucking care. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's kind of all I, I've really done, apart from carrying on work on my Shadow Sword, and yeah, I've literally just been doing the same stuff. Uh, apart from how, how working on videos that? and things. I've, I've seen some Twitter updates and bits and bobs. How are you finding it? Uh, slowly getting there. Um, it's a big ass ball. Yeah, it's a big yeah, ass ball. Big ass ball. Um, I, I'm currently in sort of a weird, a weird thing because it's got kind of like a lot of most of its flat colors down. Like I look at it and I'm like, this just looks like a normal shadow sword to me. So it feels like most of the, most of the work I did on it hasn't really manifested mm. yet. Um, but I think that's because I'm just so used to looking at it 
that it just that's what a shadow sword looks like to me now. You are wrong. That um, that's what they look like. I really okay. want to when I get it finished. I really want to get it next to a regular shadow sword to to see how. Is the that your way of saying that you want to buy a new one? <laughs> And just paint it normally. <laughs> I, I legit, legit have been have been like thinking like, so if I've got a grot shadow sword, what what could be fun to make like a secondary grot army that's actually an imperial guard tank army, but everything's manned by grots. So it, it just plays as an astra militarum like yeah. army, but it but it is grots. Um, and I'm like, ooh, I could have like three super heavies in a list and then I'd just have to patch it up with whatever I'd need um, to like... cool when I do it. Um, yeah, I could then just patch up the rest with like whatever I'd need to make it a legal like list that get Battleforged stuff. That might happen one day. <laughs> Although it depends on if I get sick of painting um, this enormous tank, I guess. Mm. Although it would be fun to have like a shadow sword and a pair of bane blades. That 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 could be a fun thing to just pop down on a table and go fucking deal with it. <laughs> one of these for you, perhaps. One of the I think I worked out and like the theoretical damage a um, a shadow sword can do in one shot from its main gun is over a hundred. Uh, because it does three d three shots, and each of them, if they wound. Um, do two d6 damage. So uh, yeah, right. It I mean it won't because half of it, it's like a, a, yeah, a ballistic yeah, skill yeah. of four, so like half of them will miss. Although it does wound, it is strength sixteen, so it wounds on twos on pretty much everything. <laughs> and if it's a Titanic unit, it's shooting because it's a Titan Hunter. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, you get to reroll, so it's you know you shoot a knight, it wounds on twos, and you reroll the ones. Um, yeah, and it, it's like AP minus five, and yeah, two d six damage. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, probably woefully inefficient for most of the games that'll ever get used in. Um, but when someone tells you you can put the biggest gun possible on a tank, uh, and you can use it in a regular game, um, you're going to do that, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah, of course. You just, I mean, you know this. You you play Tau, like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, that's the whole point, right? I'm mean, bearing in mind, like, I remember playing against your town and it being like, oh yeah, like, um, strength 10 railguns, that's obscene, they're so powerful, and now I'm just <laughs> now, talking about yeah. a strength 16 yeah. weapon. Yeah, things have uh, escalated. A little bit, yeah. I guess because, like, uh, was it D weapons they used to be? The old, like, Titan weapons? Mm. Um, and things that were supposed to take down Titans that had special effects, I don't remember what they do now, what they did. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's going well. Um, I'm slowly getting there. Um, I'm hoping to have it finished by the end of the month, uh, which would be good because I've got to make my um, <laughs> I've got to make my uh, um, painting log. Which okay, I'll probably start painting. <laughs> well, uh, because I've been doing that, my painting log for this month, which will be out before this podcast comes out, go to Wib does stuff. Uh, my hit YouTube channel. Um, he posts feet pics every Thursday. I don't. Oh, I forgot to. What the fuck did that remind you of? <laughs> I've got to respond to them. Someone has made Wib does feet, by the way. <laughs> <coughs> nice. Fuck. I shouldn't have said that while you had a drink, should I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's on, it's on fucking Twitter. It's it's Twitter account. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I kind of hope that they just start posting random feet pics from just everywhere and just claiming they're yours. Like people with like vastly different skin tones, like, oh yes, Wib's feet. When I checked, they got the one picture, I believe, in a YouTube video there is of my feet. Oh god! That's... That's... that's Oh my god, that's commitment. What's it called Wib does feet? Yeah, or something. <laughs> it might be Wib does feet. Because my, obviously my Twitter handle is Wib does tweets. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah and my parents said I'd never amount to anything checkmate pricks <laughs> um, oh my god I'm following that fucking thing I forgot what I was can. talking about that derailed me who cares we're talking about Wibdos feet Wib fluid feet Johnson Oh my god, this person is a menace. Good, and good I work. Stand. Good work, that person. Oh, well I have one follower, and that was that is me who I've just followed. <laughs> I expect this to be better by the time by a few hours after this podcast is out. Yeah, we want we want more web feet, <laughs> even if it's just the same picture zoomed in. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. My my painting wall, which will be up before this um, before this podcast goes out, will only have three models in it because I've been working on this fucking shadow sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one will probably be most of the shadow sword. Um, so yeah, it has derailed my painting log somewhat, but um, but hey, it's a fun project. So yeah. Um, but I am I am done, so I am going to pass over to the drummer Matt. Drummer oh, Matt. Hello. What? Have you been up to, my friend, my comrade? Not too much. So we've been we've been watching more of um, Kingdom, the the South Korean zombie flick. I can answer the question from last time as to whether they're slow or fast zombies. They be fast zombies. Oh, and it's really cool because they must have. Gotta go fast. There doesn't seem like there's much like in the way of CGI. The way that they do all the zombie things is they must have employed like contortionists or something. So whenever anyone's moving with, like, zombies, they're all, like, bending over backwards and, like, standing up. But, like, you know how, like, people, like, contortionists and people like that can, like, stand up with their, like, feet under them in, like, like, weird ways. literally fold themselves in two. Yeah. So all the zombies... It's like any time I see, any time you see, like, there's, um, like, an exorcist kind of movie and they hire a contortionist, it's Mm. always the freakiest, scariest thing. It's that, but, like, whole, like, shots of loads of them. And they they must have got in loads of contortionists or something. It's wow. really cool. And then they've all got, like, it has, like, crunchy noises that they've obviously put over oh. the top as well. And it's, yeah, it's really effective. It's really cool. Yeah, really enjoying it. Highly recommend if anyone hasn't checked it out. If you want some zombies, <laughs> but, like, a bit different enough for it to be interesting again. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only other thing I've been up to is I fell down a hole um, watching someone streaming some Minecraft because I've kind of been out the loop of the whole Minecraft thing. But it's coming I back. Thought you were least... literally going to say, I fell down a hole. <laughs> In Minecraft. <laughs> In Minecraft. <laughs> that is also true, but I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I fell down a hole of watching someone on YouTube. It was actually, in fact, streaming Minecraft. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. So I watched that for like, you know, when you're watching it and you're like, oh, I watched this for 10 minutes. And then it was like three hours later or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I haven't played that for you. I didn't even. So last time I was playing, it was before the whole splitting into two like java edition and bedrock edition and all this sort of stuff so i started reading these words looking into what i could do i was like i don't understand any of this what is... i just want to play minecraft how can i do this <laughs> um i don't know if you're at all aware or care um but the old version the java version is still so the version that you would have like got an account for 
whenever mm-hmm. we used to get it is a thing. Yeah, and I then, had to upgrade and yeah, all the like and, uh, yeah, all of the like pain in the ass. What used to be pocket versions and console versions and all these other ones are now all this Minecraft bedrock version, but they're all like cross compatible with all of the other ones. So unless you're playing the like original original Java version of the game, which is where the updates happen first, I think. Basically, you're playing the same version of the game, not like a weird ported version that's yeah not quite with it or whatever. So that sort of makes sense. But I was like, oh, I mean, I'm going to have to buy it again if I want it on my Switch. But also, let's give it a go. So I bought it again. So I now bought Minecraft <laughs> again, because that's how they get you. It's okay, because you know. that money went to Hatsune Miku, so, you know, she deserves it. <laughs> and yeah, I've been quite enjoying it. It's weird playing on the Switch, not with a mouse and keyboard. Because obviously you have to use like mm. controller controls, and that's it's a first-person game. It's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to basically learn what because they've added lots of things. So I can't much. even begin to. I'm starting to have a look into like the redstone stuff, and there's like comparators when you can like set up circuits that compare how many items are in chests, and then do logic things based off that. And I was just like, what is all of this? And it's not quite as ridiculous as some of the like Tekkit mods used to be, I don't think. But they've added a lot of stuff to the base game. So yeah, I've been spending quite a lot of time digging holes in Minecraft. <laughs> but also, I, do, I don't blame you. I, I do sometimes fall f- myself fall down the hole yeah, in Minecraft. <laughs> I didn't realise how like popular it had re-become. I know it's popular, I don't know it was, but it kind of went away it's, a bit. It's like a Minecraft renaissance. Yeah. Every now and again, you'll if you if you're on Twitter, um, suddenly a random phrase will be trending, and it's because some Minecraft YouTuber said it once during a live stream. Mm. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what they're like. And it's it's weird how how much pull mm. um, like this new new generation of Minecraft <laughs> like streamers and YouTubers have. It's like you'd think that by now it would have died down and people would have moved on to like entirely new things which mm. i guess they did but then it's all come back to minecraft again it yeah. well i mean minecraft was such lightning in a bottle mm. so yeah, you know it, it does make sense and like, it's like it, there'll be lulls but i I think it's gonna be around for a very long well, time well the thing is it never looked good that's the thing mm. it, it so it yeah, so, so the game doesn't yeah. really age in the same way I don't know, have, you seen, have you have you seen Obviously not you playing it because no one owns these things really. But have you seen anyone playing it with the um, RTX ray tracing things turned on? <laughs> oh fuck! <off. laughs> yes, it yes. does look ridiculously good somehow. Despite but, everything um, being blocks. No, I mean no real person can do that. But <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it yeah. requires owning graphics cards that you can't no. buy because of <laughs> fucking crypto twats. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Fuck crypto. It's it's literally so fucking stupid. Um, but yes, uh, yeah. I saw someone explaining it, and it, it was this is a very very condensed version of what they said. It's like so, like NFTs and cryptocurrencies. It's like yeah. it's like, do you want to buy the thing and you pay for the thing, but you don't own the thing, and also you're burning the planet. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean that that pretty much sums it up. I appreciate yeah. there's slight more subtlety to it than that, but I mean not much. There is a bit more nuance, but that's that's the fundamental, like you know, that's the baseline of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, di- the difference being that you can potentially sell the same thing that you don't own on to I- for more money in future. So it's all of that bad stuff you did, plus also like capitalism piled on top of it. <laughs> like, oh, great, okay, excellent. Yeah, it's um, the stock I... market is a mood ring for rich men, hmm. and the fucking and NFTs cri- are crystals. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. healing crystals. Yeah, 
Um, no, no, they're, they're essential oils. Yeah, NFTs, the essential oils of the, yeah. the fucking stock market. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I will at least give uh, NFTs this. Um, they have given me a whole new thing that I didn't realize I could get absolutely <laughs> blisteringly mad at. Absolutely, I have also found new ways to hate. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I, I, I found new depths uh, of like, because I, I thought that, you know, just living in Britain had already given me enough, like, new and interesting well, ways to feel hate. they're renaming Britain to Turf Island, by the way. Yeah, that's Fuck fair. turfs, just mm. in case. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, um, yeah, congrats NFTs on that, I guess. Yeah, I hate you and hope you, like, I hope you all die. Not the people, but the practices in mm. Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how I spent my last few weeks, was basically digging holes and re- trying to work stuff out. And that takes an alarming amount of time, it turns out. It does, it does doesn't it? it? it does. <laughs> yeah. Snipe. Yes? What have you been up to? I have been... I, not much new, to be fair, I've been doing. I've decided to start speaking like Yoda, apparently. It is May the 4th, and I appreciate that while capitalism is dreadful and commodifies art and things we love to bleed us dry, also... I like Star Wars lots and lots, and it's been really fun, and I've watched a bunch of Clone Wars today with Longfang out of my Mando mug I bought with my little, with my Grogu Squishmallow sat on my knee, and... <laughs> Your knockoff Grogu Squishmallow. Yeah, but I mean, I don't care, it's still... No, I, I think that's just a fun additional thing, it's lovely, it's a he's, lovely thing. He's, he's great, he's lovely, he's soft, he's fluffy, he's cuddly, I'm looking at him right now, hi baby, I keep sending weird like pictures of him, like, like, because he's a big, he's an egg. And he's got big Grogu ears, so I keep sending really close-up pictures of his face to Longfang, being like, Hello, Uncle. Let us watch Clone Wars. <laughs> and he said today that he actually quite liked like, getting them because they're so weird and bad, and I'm like, that that, that feels good. But yeah, um, oh my god, so I'm not going to spoilers for Clone Wars or anything, but I got to, like, there was the episode on colonialism in the first season. Which, which, which one? Good, fair point. Um, where it's like they they go onto this like frigid planet, and this there's this one guy who's like, I I claim this in front of you know, because yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah <laughs> and there's like the senator who's like no it's 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 oh I'm being trying to be helpful and then they find out that it's already inhabited and the natives are like oh we'll happily you know we will we will happily be your friendly neighbors but this planet is our home and we'd like you to leave and the guy's like bullshit these are savages let's fucking murder like murder them and go to war with them because they're so fucking beneath us and it's just like <sighs> kids show uh, I, yeah, that is like the common phrase that we one of us will say. It's like kids show, especially because they go into the outpost. They're um, you know, they're they're looking in, they're looking into, and there's just a row of spikes with clone trooper heads on them. And I'm like, this is a fucking children's show. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! And then wow, then there was yeah. the one where there was literally just a Nazi fucking scientist making a virus. Yeah, and it was like. Also, Longfang and I are basically because he's voiced by oh Robert 
fuck. What's it? He was Basil Exposition in Austin Powers. Oh, shit. He, yeah. Logan's run. Yeah. yeah, he's voiced by him, and he's just like, ah, oh, yes, I have perfected the virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I shouldn't be quoting Dr. Strangelove and laughing, especially <laughs> in these horrible times. But at the same time, it was so over the top, and he was literally just a fucking, like, Nazi scientist. It was... it. Wow. And it was a two-parter as well. I did not expect it to be a two-parter. Oh, there are shitloads of two-parters yeah. as the thing goes on. I am thoroughly enjoying it. Also, I want to drop kick Jar Jar. <laughs> I, I'm I, sorry. Like, he's, like, way more tolerable in the Clone Wars than he was in the movie. The one thing but I, I still want to kind of just swing him around by his fucking ears. The one thing I do like about Jar Jar in the Clone Wars is that he's sort of like a force of nature in that that happens at people. Yes. Like, pe- people just have to deal with him existing around them, and sometimes it's, oh. it, it feels like he's been weaponized, which I, I, okay, I kind so, of enjoy. So, this explains why you married me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Look, yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I will put up with a degree of self deprecating humor, but you are not a Jar Jar. That Am is I too cruel. Jar Jar? Yeah, that, that is too cruel yeah. to yourself. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> also, the guy in the. Is it the Ryloth <clears throat> arc? Uh, I can't remember. It's, it's basically where um, uh, Soka is given her own like team to command, and yeah, yeah. Uh, the the villain in that is just pitch shifted Edna Mode from The Incredibles. <laughs> He's like, oh yes, oh, it's so good. That was a great Edna Mode. Uh, I'm just going to assume that was that impersonation. Impersonation was perfect. Spot on. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it's great. And oh my god, it's very good. Are you still in? The, you're still in season one, aren't you? Yeah, not not for much longer. There's only like 22 episodes, and we're up to like 18. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, it is it is one of those ones where it after after you get past season one, it starts picking up um, pace, and it's already good at season it's one. It's good, yeah, I like it. It's real good, but it gets really good. And mm. as I say, the the I'm, I'm just glad Anakin this... is a character. Oh yeah, and I've said this many times, but the uh, the the last like season of it um, is. Uh, some it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's just yeah. Great. I'm looking forward. Amazing. To it. Yeah, because Bad Batch came out today. It did. Yes. Yeah. It did. Yes. I'll so I need to, to need that. to be speed running that. <laughs> um, I have watched a horror movie. Good lord. Called Things Heard and Seen. But I was drinking, and the end is a bit fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not being super into it. Just like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's got okay. So there's like two women I can never tell apart. There's the lady who can... What? So there's this movie. I'm going to tell you about it. But I was drunk. And I, I, can't, I, I can't tell the characters no, no, no. apart. I was drunk at the end. It's fine. No, actresses. So the main the main woman is either the boob weather woman from Mean Girls, Karen. Um, yeah. Or... I can't remember the second one, but she, she's either that woman or not. I can't remember. She's either this one is... person that I can't remember, or someone else I can remember even less about. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. Um. Amanda. No, Amanda. No. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of that first one you said. Uh, uh Karen. Yeah. yeah, that's just yeah. Fine. Okay. Karen, carry on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's basically, I think it's set in the 80s, but I didn't realise that until halfway through when I realised that no one was using mobile phones. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the fuck it, okay. Is there anything about this movie that you're sure of? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Wait, do they have a kid? I oh, think oh they have a kid. God. No, I think... Actually, do they have a kid? <laughs> it was like a week ago. And I had been drinking. And I was like... I don't know. I was probably eating a cookie or something. Okay, so I think they have a child. Yes, no... Okay, this is... I'm not even doing this for a bit anymore. Um, should I even talk about this? I'm not sure you <laughs> I can't remember fucking anything about it! <laughs> this is the best movie review. Uh, this is great. People have been asking me to do my movie reviews, and you know what? 90% of them is going to be this, you all. I'm like, well, I was drinking, and I was also drawing, like, you know, drawing Star Wars fan art. And also, you know, I... Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a ghost movie... It's about ghosts. Yeah, there we go. I know it's about ghosts. Um... <laughs> Should you want to move on to the next topic then? Basically, it was fine. The dad in it is a fucking skis, and fair play to the actor and the casting and the directing. Because as soon as he went, he stood on on screen. I was like, mm, that guy's giving me real creeper vibes. So mm. you know, there was a creeper in it. They may or may not have had a child. There are definitely ghosts, but I don't know exactly how many ghosts. I think there's at least two. Um, and the ending certainly happens. I, that, that's my review of things heard and seen, things I didn't hear and didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. I've played a scary game that I do remember. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> called Those Who Remain. I bought this on a on a whim. Um, it's like a first person kind of. It's not it's not really a walking simulator, is it? It's it's just it's. You, it's a first person horror game. First person horror game. Um, and it's. Basically, you. The, the, I don't remember the story because apparently this is the day of not remembering anything. But you. The story is you trying to find uh, find someone in a town, and it's basically a spooky town. It, it's it, it's like slamming together a lot of elements because we played this on stream. Yeah, uh, um, a lot of elements of different games. It's very Silent Hill. Very Silent Hilly. It's got a lot of mechanics from like Alan Wake. So you know you need to head towards the light because. It's actually really quite well done because you like walk down a road under a streetlight and all the shadows are filled with like dark silhouettes with glowing eyes and you're like, oh, and you need to basically keep the lights on and avoid them. And there's there's like a big eyeball, there's like a big television monster that chases you, which is just a bit formulaic, but also I don't really mind it because it's not hard. It's just kind of like. Oh no, you just you just got to do it. So mm. it's it's not like um got that indie jank of oh this is charming, but then I get really mad because it's it's put together really annoyingly and this isn't fun. But it's like you know it's like difficulty wise it's it's pretty pretty average. It's not hard. It's you can go through it pretty easily. Um, it's got some fun scares. It's got some really fun ideas, and yeah, there is a lot wrong with it. But I can't help but find it charming. Yeah, I think that's it. it and I'm very interested to see where the story goes. It's not necessarily good, but it puts a lot of... Eye, uh, and it's not doing anything new. But it does put the things it's doing together in an interesting way yeah. and has some charm about it. Yeah, I mean, hmm. it does have its downsides. Like, There's like an infinite fucking PT corridor, which, honestly, I'm surprised they restrain themselves that much. Because, <laughs> do you remember, like, PT came out and then everything was PT? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, um, yeah, okay... 
I will say one thing about it, um, which is something we found out when we were streaming it. If you do play this game, uh, which, yeah, those who remain, um, if you do play those who remain, um, I would recommend that you go into the options and turn off the bloom. Yeah, because mm. for a game that's based on light and darkness, it looks so washed out and overexposed, it's horrible. But then you turn the bloom off and you can actually see the dark properly. It actually has depth to it. Yeah, it, it's like... Actu- the bloom actively ruins everything about oh. it. Yeah, when it's turned on, it doesn't just make the shiny things incredibly shiny. Um, it also makes the whole game, it puts like like just a, a low a low opacity just screen of white over everything. So it just washes everything out and it makes it... makes it, it really hard to see. It makes it really hard to focus on things because everything just gets washed out that, that, that bit much. And you, so you can't pay attention to your surroundings yeah. anywhere near I as mean, well. I it's, mean, it's, it's like um, before I figured out that that's what you need to turn off immediately, it was like, oh, find the key. And I was looking around this area going, I can't fucking see anything mm. I, it was like there's like because the, the they kind of like glow a little bit the items yeah. the interactables and i couldn't see it because the fucking bloom was up so high and i'm like i don't know what the hell's going on yeah so then i turned it off and i was like now i can actually fucking see yeah. holy shit um but yeah i don't know if i could recommend it but if you're interested and can get it cheap definitely give it a go because it's again it's not gonna like i mean it's like a five six hour game and it's only 15 quid at full price i yeah. don't i don't think that's an un- i honestly don't think that's an unreasonable no, and like, honestly all. it's it's not like broken or anything so like a lot of indie horror games yeah. tend to be so no I'm, honestly i've been like a, a, apart from a couple of kind of eye rolling kind of things like moments honestly i've been enjoying it i find it very charming and yeah, we're going to complete that uh, next next stream. So yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be beating that on Saturday after you, you know, before this podcast goes out. So yeah. I guess that's not really useful. <laughs> I'll talk about it next time. It's fine. <laughs> um, and the last thing I've been doing is playing Soulbound. Yeah, we did. The, we played yeah. another session of Soulbound. Yeah, we've played two sessions so far. Uh, the AOS tabletop RPG Soulbound. Uh, Shanus is the DM. Uh, we are playing. I am playing Pavi Odelina, who is a bitch that everyone thinks is very <laughs> funny, but really, and really, she does horrible things because she's. I was sick of playing nice characters, and I was like, no, I want a character who's just a fucking ass. Yeah, and you managed to make her likable anyway. Yeah, that people like her anyway. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> and she like, ugh. I will get into Pavi's psychology. But yeah, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing a character called Ulf Sternbock, who is... Dwarf Balloon. Yeah, I always forget the actual name of the class, but it is the type of um, uh, of character on Overlord um, that is on a balloon and has a minigun. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm playing a Bright Mage. There yeah. Um, Long Fang is playing Conic, the Stormcast Eternal, who is literally just the... The fucking bunker buster of the team. Mm. He, he he takes all the damage and does all the damage and is fine all the time. Um, and we've got Hobby Squig, who's playing Aethlander, the Sylvaneth tree. Is a tree. Yeah, they are a tree. <laughs> and he has, like... like A bird. A bird. <laughs> and going back to, like... This is me describing Pavi's psychology. We are attacked. There is fire. She's like, oh no, and she runs across this fucking place to cast a shield 
on Aethlandir, so the bird is okay. <laughs> because she likes birds. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what I, I didn't know we were going to be, like, are we, are we talking about the whole thing, or...? I mean, probably not until it's finished, but that's, like, yeah. it's It's been a lot of fun, and Puvi is... I thought people would be like, oh, no, Puvi's in danger, let's not... Let's, oh, <laughs> I've, oh, I've got a cramp, I need to just... Ooh, yeah. But no, at least you've got kind of a character. I've not really been able to settle on on like how Ulf behaves as a character at all. There, I do have multiple resources like websites, like random trait generators that you kind of just try and play to. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I can I, help yeah. you out with that. If that helps. Um, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't really been able to like fully get a, a, a vibe for him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's been interesting because obviously, like, it's a group and DM figuring out the game at the same time. It, it's different from D and D, and you've got significantly less stats. Combat works completely different. It's very basic. It very is very basic, mm. but it's also hard to get your head around because obviously we're so used to D and D. We're getting thing, it though. We're getting it. You know the thing that really messes with me more than anything else is that, um, like, so you know how in D and D there's like, um, your things have a range of X meters, like uh, it's X squares, effectively <laughs> yeah. on, on the thing. Like so, feet. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is, is it in feet or meters? It's in feet. feet. It's in feet, feet yeah. usually, and which is a bit um, annoying, but. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, you've got a defined distance, whereas um, basically if you're in the same zone, you can hit people in Soulbound. And, the zo- and so each like... It's a bit of a nebulous description. Yeah, though. each area is like split into multiple zones. So it's... Uh, it, it's it means that like it, where if in D and D you'd be spaced in a way that would mean that certain people can be hit and certain people can't be hit. It means everyone can be hit and everyone can hit the same things. Like it, it's weird. It is. Um, but it allow. But like um, the way I've heard it described is that the combat basically allows um, for like real like fantasy hero shit. So every everyone can kind of do ridiculous nonsense right from the off. Like I, my character, um, like uh, there, there was a part uh, where was. a bunch of people were being attacked by some Zangors, which are the Zinch beastmen. Um, and... Those fucking things! Mike, <laughs> Pavi still got fucking splinters in her shoulder. Yeah, um, and I, I couldn't use my big mini gun, which is a, a volley gun. I couldn't, I, I couldn't use that around them because it. It hits everything around the area. Yeah, if it like it hits the thing you're aiming at, and then everything else has like splash damage. Yeah, because it's a fucking minigun. Yeah. Um, but I had a vulcanizer pistol, which is a vulcanizer think- pistol. Yeah, well, yeah, think like um like a forty k melter gun or something. Um, so you you <laughs> shoot things and it blows armor off them. And since uh, Zangors seem to uh, the only armor they seem to be wearing is like an armored cod piece, um, we decided that oh, I was blowing their cod pieces off. Um, hmm. But it literally removes their armor when you if you like, get like a six when you roll for it. So you shoot their armor off. So like I I, I like floated up and then shot off the armor of the t- of like the ones that were remaining, so that the other dwarves around could kill them. Like 
It was <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, there's like interesting things you can do like that. Um, but I will say the session has been somewhat plagued by the slightly wonky way the rules are written. <laughs> yeah, the, the rules are laid out really fucking annoyingly. Um, you have to keep jumping back and forth to check anything. And it's bad. Yeah. Bad. And it, it would Good be... Good game, bad layout. Yeah, it would, it would be completely fine. I think it'd be completely fine if everyone was working off physical copies, but most people working off digital copies. And yeah, spinning back and forth constantly in PDFs is more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, great. Everyone's everyone's playing real well. It's being DM'd real well. Mm. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's just... We are learning. Mm. Mm. I, it is. It is interesting. Like you know. Um, oh, so you you want to hit with this gun? So you roll. So you combine. I think it's your body stat with your is accuracy stat. No, it's ballistic skill stat. Uh, you combine those two, and that gives me five dice. Um, five. And then I um, and then because I've got like a, a level of training or focus, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. In one of them, that means that I can uh, that I can upgrade one of my dice. Um, by one point. By one point. So um, it's like, oh, uh, if I want to hit with an arcane bolt, I have to uh, roll one four mm. out of my dice pool, which is nine, because I am very talented. Just and because like, the way mages work. Because the way mages work. So you know, as long as I get one four, that means it hits. And then a lot of spells or like abilities have like for each additional success. This means this. You can do more damage you can or do more add damage. additional effects. It's like I cast Fireball on a stampede of absolutely horrifying mutated cattle that were charging us. And what it does is I can either make it do more damage, like one more point of damage, or or the hazard zone I create, which if things are inside it per turn, they take one damage, lasts longer. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for the last long one. Because, you know... Yeah, she did more damage. I don't think I did. You did. You know what? Let's not split hairs. I'm... I did the... I, okay, so who, like whatever you think is the coolest or smartest option, that's the one I did. <laughs> you, you did more damage. Yeah. You did. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, it is... It is it is a lot of fun. It is fun. It is fun. But yeah, it's it's just a bit. It's just weird going between like different systems. Mm. Um, yeah, it is something I want to do, which is to try out more RPG systems. Well, I mean, you've got to do your campaign first with D and D. Yeah, uh, yeah, that will be a D and D campaign. So, yep. Yeah, because I just know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to try other 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 campaign uh, other systems. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. some point, I'd like to actually do a sci-fi thing at some point because uh, I've never actually played one. I've heard um, Starfinder. It's yeah, like the I was uh, say, sci-fi I, I, version of Pathfinder. Yeah, we did He's, one. I thought that's really good. Who else was there? I did one with Dicko when he, he ran it. I, th- I think yeah. he ran it. Wasn't Weird, Teddy it was there just as well? A, were you there? I can't even remember who was no, there. No, anyway, we there. No, no. We played, we played it once and it seemed okay. It seemed good. Bit, we didn't really get into it enough and then we got tired and had to take away and fell asleep. I, I, I want to <laughs> play a Star Wars TTRPG. I don't know how good it is. Yeah, I don't know. But how I really, like. I don't know how. I, 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 I've heard bits and bobs about the older editions, but like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna have to look into this, aren't I? Yeah, this is, mm. this is on me because I, I want to be a Mandalorian Jedi so hard. <laughs> you don't even know. 
I got sad this morning realising that I didn't wake up in Star Wars. <laughs> I think it's just the pandemic and you know, isolation yeah. really getting yeah. to me. But, you know, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Matthew... Yes. Do we have questions from our lovely listeners? We, we, we do have some questions, yes. Excellent, excellent. What's the email address? TheDrummerMat at gmail.com. Thank excellent. you. Please send like questions in. We love answering them and hearing you guys being little shits. It's great. <laughs> All right. First up is, I feel like this, this, this question is, is good for this podcast in that well, are is, we is it about cum? It's not about cum, actually. So, no, it's not good for the cum cast. Okay. Not good for the cum cast. <laughs> okay. All right. The sentient hair. Hel- imagine, uh, he- imagine for a second, oh, okay. that Gork and Mork live together in a kind of you know, sitcom situation type thing. I'm there. They, they lovingly adopt a dog and obviously name it Bork. Yes. Gork, Mork and Bork. <laughs> what happens to Ork religion when Gork and Mork take Bork for a walk? Uh, <laughs> well, the orcs would be like, "There's a new cohort," and they'd feel smart. They would. Um, Fucking. I, I guess that'd be. They'd probably. They'd probably interpret it as a squig. So it probably mean they'd be. They, they'd probably um, venerate squigs more. Yeah, they'd yeah. probably. Like, oh, we got to go take them for a walk. Maybe that's what's happening with the new beast snaggers. Maybe. Um, <laughs> this, the the yeah, sentient hair, which is a terrifying name. Not sure I like that. Nice one. <laughs> uh, I think they've cracked it. Yeah, there we they've, go. They've yeah. cracked it. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it would have to be Bork as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Bork. <laughs> good. 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 Take him for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have a gork at some shops. I lost it. I lost it. Okay, next up, Jules. Mostly aimed at Whip, although honestly, oh. I'm not quite sure why. Oh, okay. Whip. Like, what is that? What they're saying? It's like no, no I no, want him was... to answer this. <laughs> I want they, him know, to answer this. Yeah, no, they, they. Jules said mostly aimed at Whip, mostly aimed at Whip, but I'm not. Anyway, the question is: okay. Have you played Morrowind? So yes. their their logic is is that it has a lot of tabletopy elements, like primarily text dialogue, and there's like derived stats from attributes and things, and dice rolling in the background and that sort of stuff. And they also yeah. say it's got fantastic environmental storytelling, more like New Vegas than Skyrim. So, hmm. um, you... well, I can I, I have played it. I, I played it back in the day, and I hated it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I have not played it. Um, I, I have not played it since though. Uh, and I have played a lot of Skyrim and um, Fallout New Vegas a lot uh, since then. Uh, so I probably enjoy it more now. Um, but but yeah, uh, I, my experiences with it are quite old and not very positive, I'm afraid. Uh, but I don't know how much of that is um, like based on who I was at the time, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. Mm. This guy just was a lot younger, and yeah, I had, no, I, like I had the different, first time yeah. I played Metal Gear Solid, I was like six, and I was like, "This is stupid." And now I'm like, "This is." I base half my fucking life on Metal exactly, Gear Solid. yeah. So yeah, you know, tastes <laughs> change. Have either of you played Morrowind? Ah, no. have you played? Have either of you played Morrowind? I think I've, I was like hanging out at a mate's house, and while well, they were playing it at one point, but I don't. Mm. That's I've that's played, about like, the extent. I played a bit of Neverwinter Nights. That is a very different game. I know. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I, I, do... I, I don't rec- I, I, I 
probably did play it when I was very young, uh, but probably didn't like it because it was very wordy. And, you know, mm. I was a little kid going, I want to shoot the cyber demons. Uh, I mean, I do remember, um, like, one guy I knew who, when I, when I was trying to give it a go, um, who was... Um, who, who liked the game, and, and he uh, showed me... Like, I, th- I think he went and, like, modified a potion, like, quickly... And then, and then, basically, using it was able to kill everyone in the entire world in about fifteen minutes. My favorite stories <laughs> that I've ever seen like that in in like Morrowind, Elder Scrolls kind of game was this person's sister, um, basically was tweaking a husband mod, mm. um, and she like she fucked it up somehow so that every time she went into her home and spoke to her husband. About 47 instances of the uh, WAV file for eating bread would play at maximum <laughs> volume and then the game would crash. And I'm like, if that ain't the ideal married life. Oh. I come in, how was work? <laughs> oh, you just get me. <laughs> Perfect. That's marital bliss right there. Mm. Yeah, I remember trying to play Oblivion as well, but it was like... Um... I think it was like when I was I, I was about to, no it was like I just upgraded uh, my computer and was this back when if you got a new game you'd have to upgrade your computer yeah pretty much oh I hated that um, time so glad that's I be- I, be- I believe that might have been when I got the new a uh, new computer to play like Doom three oh and I bet <laughs> you it ran like shit because Doom three was so poorly fucking optimized well between the you two you need five gig of RAM <laughs> that doesn't exist yet bitch uh, between the two computers that we had in our house um, what mine ran it at a higher frame rate but the other one ran it at a higher resolution uh, <laughs> you know that what? kind of thing because they just had what one had oh, like God, a, my brain. they had different processors and graphics cards that were better at different things <laughs> so like what like the other the one that wasn't mine was objectively a much better machine but also it couldn't handle like some of the same things mine could it was weird yeah. um but yeah i remember trying to run uh, oblivion on that and it just didn't work it was like um uh, so you know how uh, oblivion has a bloom problem because it was uh, much much like um those who remain mm-hmm. um because it came out around the time that people were like bloom is really cool it makes everything look more realistic so like as the long entire... as you know it's on a brown like, yeah so the landscape. entire the entire game is bathed in it and it's outrageous um Imagine playing that, but everything was just white. <laughs> um, it didn't work very well at all. Uh, and that's my experience with playing Oblivion. I think I did eventually get it working and played it for about half an hour. I was just like, eh. It took me until Skyrim, honestly, to get into one of the Elder Scrolls games. Um, which, again, it might just be an age thing more than anything else. You are older than God. Um because at the time, I was more into my, my JRPGs than my uh, Western RPGs, honestly. So mm. it's, like, it's like I played Neverwinter Nights back then and didn't really get into it, but I um, I played a fair bit of it. Like I think it was last year sometime and quite enjoyed it. I drew a little dinosaur. Do you like him? You did draw a little dinosaur. I'm not sure I'm not sure that warrants inclusion in this audio medium. But, um... <laughs> I drew a dinosaur and he's really cute. He's basically just like an egg. He is. He's very cute. He's very cute. Oh, uh, and great. no one can see him. He's a secret just for us. He's a secret dinosaur. Um, like, comment, subscribe if you want to see the dinosaur. And you still won't see it. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> okay, what's the next question right. then? Because, okay. Moving on. Iron Vader. Hello. What's your favourite book or series of books? 
I think uh, my favourite series of books is the Discworld series, and probably my favourite book is Nightwatch. See, I don't want to say the same thing now. <laughs> uh, um... on, you, Wait, must have, uh, yeah. you must have another answer. Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember the name of it. It was right. something um, somebody suggested on the podcast. It was a, a ghost story about um, a group of folks who go up to like uh, this frigid wasteland for like this expedition. Um, shit. Can't remember what I, it is. I can't help you. I'm afraid. Yeah, I can't remember what it, what it's called, but um, that was a fantastic book. Like, it's 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 definitely up there. Like, holy shit, that book was so good. <laughs> um, I can't say Nightwatch because you know I already said you it. already said well, it. I mean, you can, you can. <clears throat> I say that and The Martian. The Martian was really mm. good. Oh, the that book great was book. great. It's fantastic. I love it. Mm. I, I also watched the movie and I really liked uh, how they added like a little bit that actually I think enriched the story quite a bit. Huh. So yeah, um, favorite series. I'm not going to say The Witcher because and- Andrei Sapkowski is a piece of shit. <laughs> and honestly, and I'm probably going to get crucified for saying this, I think the games make the stories like good because mm. while they are based on the stories. Um, it's like, yeah, no, Geralt actually has a personality, and like it's... I have heard that stuff improves over time. Well, the the, the couple of books I've read so far, mm. it's just been like, wow, okay, so Geralt shows up, is all like grr, and then fucks somebody. It's like I, okay, and I, it's a little sexist. I, I've I have heard there is stuff that happens. Later on in them that I think will please you. Okay. Um, which I won't say anything about. Does Geralt no, get, okay. get like, I'm bath. saying just. Mm. Geralt gets his dick out and it's great. I mean, yeah. What else is <laughs> new? That's half of the premise. It around. Yeah, that's half the premise of the like the Witcher stories is that it's like, actually a he mis- stumbles dick first into things. It's a mistranslation that he has two swords. No, he just wants he half the time. He slays some of the monsters with his dick instead. <laughs> that's the other sword. I am almost certain that is a joke that's made in the first game. You aren't funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I wouldn't know because the first game is borderline unplayable. It absolutely <laughs> is. And then when I played the second one, I got angry because it was different. Because <laughs> you got used to the I jank. Got used to the jank. Yeah. <laughs> Although Dagon shows up in the first game. That is pretty cool. You fight Dagon. That is. I am always a fan of Lovecraftian horror appearing. Out in there. this in the situation it shows up in, it's really wank. It's like, I watched fucking Aquaman the other day, and there's just a fucking... Oh, Tamura Morrison. Uh, just a fucking, like, Lovecraft... Take me away, Grandpa. A Lovecraftian kaiju shows up, and I'm like... That's Tamura yeah, Morrison. <laughs> and he's, um, my, he's my grandpa. Just a slight aside, Aquaman is weird. It's like three fun movies slammed together into the same not particularly coherent I'm movie. I'm weirded out you didn't mention it in your thing. Did you forget about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, as for series, I don't really have one. No, fair well, the question was book or maybe series, if you didn't have a book, I guess. so. Okay, then yeah. So you can just answer a book that you can't remember the name of. Okay. <laughs> I need to. Okay. okay. You, you're going to go... I am actually, I'm so All right. Okay, well, Matt, what's yours? Um, well, my favourite book, and I think it's because of nostalgia, but weird nostalgia, specific nostalgia, is... Um, yeah. The autobiography of Bill Bryson. It's called, like, The Life and Times of the Thunderbolt Kid. 
Okay. But, I feel, but I have a very specific weird nostalgia for it in that it was the book that my parents were reading to me when I like woke up from my like weird coma hospital thing like 10 years ago or whenever that was. So yeah, I have I like really that. good memories of it. I, just, I don't think it was bad, but I think I haven't really... I've read it like once since and quite enjoyed it, but that was still like eight years ago or something. Ruth read it quite recently and said like he just comes across as a bit of like a dick of a child. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know whether I want to go back now and re- reread it again. But just because of the like powerful, weird, sp- specific nostalgia, or I don't, you know, I can't even think of a better phrase for it. But you've like, got you've got an association yeah. with it that goes beyond its its like actual quality or anything. Yeah, it's, it's purely about like your personal like life experiences and that's just as valid. You know? So yeah, that's that's probably I still say that that's my favourite book. I mean I've been I haven't read anything else for the last ages apart from pretty much Discord books, which I finished I've my um three that I've got off you with by the way, so I need the next one. <laughs> okay. Just FYI. When even yeah. when we're allowed to see each other again. <laughs> this has been the weird the weird like drops we've been doing for like the last few years. You come round, drop off a few books you've borrowed and then I give you the next three. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think you're not far off getting the hardback ones, so it's gonna be a bit Oof. more of a pain. Oof. I that found is... the name Oh yeah go on. Oh Dark Matter. Dark Matter by ah. Michelle Pub. Okay. Michelle P. Fuck! <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm not going back. That's it. My bookshelf is too far yeah, away enough. and too full of shit. Oh, but yeah, right. that's my favourite book. All right. Next up, Rob. And for this one, I need to um, send you a link. Okay. Is it feet? Copy. It's not feet. No, 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 no. Good. Uh, here, you you get loading up that while I read out the question. Boom. Okay. So, Rob, having having enjoyed the panel's discussion of Star Wars makeup ranges, I wonder if you've encountered this link that I've sent you. Uh, what I am seeing right now is a Han Solo in Carbonite roast, like roasting dish, like for an oven. Yeah, Le Creuset I... did a Star Wars th- like line. I hate how expensive everything uh, is, have you but seen I how want expensive it, it all. Is? It's like it's nearly four hundred pounds. Yeah, for an it's, it's three hundred and sixty pounds for a roasting tin. Yeah, I mean with it... Harrison's form for gormless face. Apparently, this uh, go down, go down, go down. Uh, carbonite trinket box. That trinket box is one hundred and twenty nine pounds. That s- is outrageous. As a Death Star trinket box, that's ninety nine pounds. Okay. All right. This is <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, there's a fucking there's a chess, chess set. set that's, that's like 1,500 fucking pounds. They're, they're just made out of like metal. Bruh. Not... Yeah. Okay. It's just so made there, of pewter. Yeah. Just that these, these exist. It's... Okay, cool. Um... I'm angry about it. <laughs> well. <laughs> Great, thanks. No, I'm angry. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, I'm thanks, angry. Rob. <laughs> yeah. All right. Grox. This is a. Hi, this, is, this is a. Oh, this could be a Comcast question, I guess. Oh god. Oh. Okay. I know okay. you all like all sorts of sauces. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> fucking hell. All right. What all would right. be? What would be the worst swap of sauces in a meal that usually comes with like a specific sauce? I'd say Caesar salad. It's like dressing, because salad dressing is basically just it's it's fucking Tory sauce. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, be honest. Yeah. I mean, I eat salads with salad dressing on it, but I know what I am. I know what you do I so am. with the appropriate level of shame. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh god, what was I said to you once that you literally kept repeating to me, drummer Matt? 
Oh, you were like, oh, that was it. Uh, we, I think it was day after a gig. We were kind of just like zoning out in the morning, being super tired, super tired. And you were like, what should we do? Should we eat something? And I was like, yeah, we could have brunch, but I'm fucked if I'm wearing a neckerchief. <laughs> and you just were just like, what? <laughs> and then you get, went back to reading Game of Thrones. Um, everyone remember Game of Thrones? <laughs> no. uh, um... But yeah, oh, I'd say like Caesar salad sauce replaced with like gravy, like beef gravy. What about mustard instead? Well, mustard could be nice that. though. Mustard, yeah, yeah. you get like a you get like a mustard vinaigrette type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you know, like the thing that that works with like salad like sauces is the vinegary kind of like like sweet and sour. You want a sweet sauce. You want you want like a yeah. choc- like a, a like a bubblegum ice cream sauce or something. On your, on, yeah. your, on your lettuce. Right. Yeah, that, okay, that's disgusting. Okay, how about how about you take, like, um, chocolate sauce, put on ice cream, and swap it out for ketchup? Oh, yeah, ketchup and ice cream. Yeah, okay, that... Great. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that I'm... If we, You know when you have, like, cereals? Does the mm, milk yeah. that you put on cereals count as a sauce? I would say that... <laughs> no, I would say... No, it's count- just lumpy soup. No, it... No. <laughs> That stew one, fuck, fuck that one up. Nice one. No, that uh, milk in cereal is a marinade. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I guess because it does alter how it tastes. It does. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a marinade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, C- a cereal is a marinade. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I'm so glad that you are. Um, um. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Because I mean, I know drama about you. You are sexually addicted to brown sauce. I mean, brown sauce. It was helped by the fact that when we started talking about the brown sauce, I was in a country where you couldn't easily buy brown sauce. Now mm. I've got a ready full supply. I'm like, yeah, it's fine, I guess. You had to buy it on the brown market. <laughs> Can we never use the term brown market ever again? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to do it like two this or three is, more times today. This is, this is your new thing. Uh-huh. Uh... I'm trying to think. This is the start of the brown market agenda. Uh, yep. The follow-up question, if we can't think of a good things, that you, the worst swap is that what would be one that you'd like to try? It's an like interesting to... question because if you'd like to try it that much, it's quite easy to try it. So it's one that you'd like to try, but it's for some reason either forbidden or difficult. I guess I'm going to have hoisin sauce on a burger. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah, because mm. like, like on, a, on a beef burger, but you mm. wouldn't. Put, you, I'd probably still have like maybe a bit of cheese because I think it would add a nice tang. Because I fucking love hoisin sauce; it's very tasty. Yeah, that would be good. Straight up, I, I do kind of want to try the ketchup on ice cream one. Well, I know I have it's chocolate be... ice cream in the fridge. If you want to defile that, <laughs> chocolate ice cream with a tomato <laughs> fucking. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it's tempting. Are... It's tempting to just try it. Just, just put a little bit on a spoon and. Do you want to do that live on the podcast for content? Okay, sure. We'll do we'll do a cut here. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, and I'll I'll go and do that, and I'll be back in a second. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay, so we're back, and Wib, would you describe the horror you have on that spoon? Okay, so uh, I've got a little bit of, of um, I think it's indulgent chocolate cardor. Yeah, my um, fancy expensive chocolate However, it has been in the freezer too long, so it's got that weird kind of like... Freezer burn? Freezer burn thing. Same. Uh, and some fucking Heinz ketchup on it. Uh, I've just got a little bit on a spoon. Yeah, um, I, I will say he's got like... 
He's got like a. I got a drink. He's, he's got a decent. Yeah, he's got iron brew to wash it down because we are <sighs> dignified here. Okay, Ooh. I'm going to put this in my mouth now. I'm mm. going to see how it tastes. Just do it because the smell is killing me. <laughs> the the mix of emotions you're going through. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> was that a mistake? Oh, that was a mistake. Oh man. <laughs> Look at what Grox has done. Nice one, dude. Yeah, thanks, Grox. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, take us through the flavour journey you just partook. So, at first... Oh, God, the taste is still there. <laughs> ah. <coughs> okay, so at first... You're not going to clean the spoon off? You're going to lick the spoon? No. Okay. Um... So the first the first issue is is that the two flavors in your mouth do not mingle at all. I wouldn't think they do. You just have distinct chocolate and ketchup in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> the two things do not meet. It's horrifying. <laughs> Um, but that's not so bad because at least your brain kind of keeps those two things separate. And you go, well, I like the taste of ketchup. I like the taste of chocolate. Both of those are fine. But then when it goes down. Then they mingle. Uh-huh. And I... All I can say is it tastes like poison. <laughs> it smells like it, to be fair. Like, and now you're washing it down with iron brew, so, you know, fucking... Yeah, but iron brew Start as you mean to go on. Uh, yeah, but iron brew, ketchup, and chocolate ice cream. That's a nightmare. Yeah, but I wanted a strong taste to get rid of the taste. Ah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Um, so would you recommend it? I, I would... I, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, go on, give it a shot. <laughs> if you want to feel what fucking... You know, if you want to taste <sighs> the concept of sin, uh, the bad kind, then definitely do that. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not. Um, You're not cleaning that spoon? You're not licking that spoon? No, I'm not licking that spoon. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're advancing <laughs> science. Like, comment, subscribe for more... Wib puts weird shit in his body. I did not think that's a thing I'd do, especially on a podcast. Um, that's not a thing I thought I'd do today. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Um, I'm uh, I'm very good at uh, food. It's 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 worth mentioning at this point. A few people wrote in mentioning Plato have, having a background in wrestling, and yeah. I have no idea what we said to prompt this. Did we I ask do. people about it? We I, did, I, yeah. We did talked we? about yeah. uh, historical have... figures we oh, like okay. to like, go on a date with and, and brought up like, uh, the old like, philosophers. I'll, I'll go I just on couldn't... a date with Plato and then... Oh, I couldn't remember which philosopher. Yeah, it, it was it was Plato, so a few people have answered that. Okay. And his name, in fact, a few people said this, Plato is basically... is, is means um, broad-shouldered. So yeah, he, it's his wrestling name. Yeah, yeah. So Plato's name is just like if he was if he was English, he'd, his name would just be like thick or something. Mm. Mm. Why he, why do Plato do be looking pretty thick though? <laughs> so related to this, a few people said that, but related to this, Mikko wrote in and had a question. So if you had to organise a WWE style wrestling match with philosophers, who would you back and why? And then follow up is what signature moves and or catchphrases would they have? Which is an interesting question, but we couldn't possibly beat Mikel's suggestion for a catchphrase. Rene Descartes. Okay. I slam, therefore I am. (laughs) 
come on and slam, and therefore I am. Yeah, right, perfect. We did, you just, yeah, that, yeah, perfect. Can't top no, that. Yeah, um, I, literally, yeah. we can't top that, dude. Yeah, we can't top that, and that's and that's because we bow to your superiority there, and not because putting us on the spot to spout our knowledge of classical philosophy is uh, is something that's somewhat outside of our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, fair. Still, I mean, I think we could have as much time as you want and we wouldn't top that, mm. to be fair. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I slam, therefore I am. <laughs> I'm just imagining Descartes, like, fucking bulldogging people. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, no, that's perfect. I can't he, he, come up You can beat him, though, by pulling his hair. So it'd be fine. Mm, he'd like that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Socrates could do the, like... Um, hat, mandible claw thing with the sock puppet that um, oh what's mankind his name did mankind did because he's called Socrates and he could just oh my other Socrates pro- <laughs> my my other problem is that I don't know fuck all about wrestling I know so yeah I know <laughs> or he could be like the Rock but he'd be the sock the sock yeah. <laughs> and he'd just be eyebrowing at people all day I don't know I haven't watched wrestling in a long time yeah and I can't I think of like, any other philosophers I would like to back. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. Because he, was a, he was a psychologist. Yeah, it's the same. N- n- no. It's, it's a P word. <laughs> He's a wet-ass P word. That's his finisher. I mean, he thought about a lot of things without much without much proof, so... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we were talking about philosophers, not psychologists. I'm sure given enough time we could come yeah. up with some funny jokes about Emmanuel, Emmanuel Kant. <laughs> yeah, and he'll be like, "You can't get enough of this boot," or something. I don't know. There we go. Anyway, there's the, there's the joke. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Very last question. Okay. Reese, first up, a uh, technical question. Hmm? Um, are you planning on opening the mailbox again at some point? Yes, we are. I uh, think we'll... honestly, we should probably do it in the next few months. Uh, we were going to do it. Um, we, we were going to do it a few years back. Um, then the pandemic happened and fucked everything Yeah, up. we had to put it off for monetary reasons for like six months, um, and then the pandemic happened, yeah. and we didn't want to do anything that meant that other people had to go and put themselves at risk unnecessarily by going to like a post office. So but seeing as things are getting better now and like like vaccines are being rolled out, yeah, we'll probably do it in the next few months. We'll probably have like an announcement video. Um, so we'll, we'll see how things go. Yeah, we'll see how things go. Because obviously, like, we don't want to say because, like, we don't want to say for sure because because we live knows? in a world of uncertainty. Yeah. Quite frankly, Reese, and uh, yeah, we don't want to fuck it up. But yeah, um, cool. And Reese's question for the actual, you know, people listening. I oh. guess. Um, when does the doom music kick in for you? Um. Basically, after I've left the bedroom in the morning. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah, are, are, we, are we talking here in like a metaphysical sense, like you know, Do in we? our heads, yeah. where it kicks in? Like... Well, I mean, like you know how I like every time I get out of bed, I have to do it with. I have to thrash around. I have to take at least one like good right hook at you, um, and then I put on my trousers and then I stagger out into the uh, the kitchen where I make coffee. So that's very much like the Doomslayer waking up in, like, you know, Doom 2016. Yeah. yeah and I am true. sorry that I took yeah. a swing at you the other day when you tried to wake me up when I fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. I am very sorry. Because I actually made contact, but not enough to do any, like, harm. So you Emotional say... Emotional harm, maybe. 
I honestly, I hope not. That'd break me. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. It was a light tap. <laughs> I, it's because like you're my sparring partner because I don't have access to any sparring partners who actually can box. So you know you you've been getting better at it. I've <laughs> been getting better at being punched. You do take a good punch. Good. You do take punch as well. All I've learned um, from from uh, from being the person holding the pads for you is that I don't want to get punched by you. Well, you are repeatedly punched by me when I'm uh, practicing. Yeah, but I mean like properly. You don't want. I mean, I don't think anyone would want to get punched. So you know, it's you, yeah. No, but I, the difference is I'm strong. The difference between getting punched by someone who doesn't know how to punch and someone who knows how to punch is night and day. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, I have I have sparred with like boomer. Like boomers, and they're just they're bad because they don't even want to try and punch properly. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna," eh. and you're like, "Okay, that's okay, Julie, that's cool, okay, <laughs> coolie, Julie." I don't. I, I honestly, I'm I'm losing track of whatever we're talking about because my brain is just like ketchup, ketchup, uh, ketchup and chocolate ice cream should not mix. <laughs> okay, okay. I wonder okay. if vanilla would have been better. Okay, more cool. no, we're not doing this. Hmm. Well, maybe that's why when you get the like. Is it Neapolitan ice cream with the like chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla? They always put mm-hmm. the vanilla in the middle to mix the two sort of more different flavors. So maybe you needed like the equivalent of vanilla in between or something in between. Vanilla your is like and plain bread. Tomato. It needs something adding to it. Yeah, yeah, but it could go between the two. Chocolate and strawberry ice cream mixed together tastes really nice. It tastes fine. So. Yeah. yeah, I was more going down the one that was chocolate colour and one was red and kind of forgot that strawberry wasn't tomato. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Honestly. Um, okay, so I think we should wrap it up there because yeah. holy shit, we're dying. And it's an hour and a half. Oh shit, it yeah, is. cool. Uh, do nice. we have any more questions? No. no, that's it, that's it. Oh, that was the last question. That was the last oh, okay. Last Thank question. you cool. so much for your questions. Uh, write in and tell me that I'm I'm doing okay and I'm enough. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm having a time. Aww. I'm probably going to go and watch some Star Wars now because it's May yeah. the Fourth. Everyone likes Star Wars, right? I like Star Wars. I hope everyone enjoyed episode one, two, four of the Misanthropod slash episode one of the Comcast. This is the climax of the thing. Yeah. Was, the, was the ketchup ice cream technically the climax? And this is all the uh, like. This is the aftercare. This is this is. Uh, <laughs> This is the you. This is the you staring at the uh, at, uh, at a blank uh, screen, the blank after screen afterwards yeah. uh, with despair and shame. I literally saw <laughs> there were these two old boomers in a sex shop I was in the other day, looking at like cock rings and anal lube, and I was just like, "You fucking you go, you go, Trev and Bev. I'm fucking proud of you. Lube up that fucking cock ring." It's like every time I see someone out for a run, I want to stop and go, I just want to say you're amazing and I fucking support you. But mm. that's really creepy, so I can't yeah. say that to people in sex shops as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, go up and go, I've noticed you're looking at the BDSM equipment. And I just want to say, live your true self. Be sex positive. Fucking get pegged, you beast. Social Social norms are difficult for me. And I try. Yeah. Anyway, thanks very much don't, for listening don't, to Pod. Don't confuse the two and start telling runners you see, get pegs, you beast. <laughs> <They're really happy. laughs> like, um, telling what? runners to get pegged. There is so many potential titles for this episode. Uh, I... To be fair, watch me pick the one weird, the one other weirdo in Derby where I'm, I walk up to a jogger and I'm like, 
you get your fucking booty plundered, friend. Yeah, and they're just like, I'm so glad I'm not the only one who goes out with a fucking, like, anal bead in. Just the one. <laughs> just as, the one. As a treat. That's, it. that's just that's just losing a marble. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> well, it depends what's... Okay, anyway. That's been episode <laughs> one, two, four of the Misanthropod. Thank you very much, my cute pork pies. We are going to leave you now and say sorry. Goodbye. Was that like a note you have to to apologise at the end of the podcast? Or? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I probably should at every. Write in. Tell me that I'm I'm awesome and good. And also, if I was a Star Wars, what Star Wars would I be? I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Do you remember, say bye. Fuck. Bye. Okay, this yeah, is a mess. Bye. This is a mess. <laughs> Go away.